Tonight on Locked On, not Oregon Ducks. Uh, hello? Knock, knock. Who's there? Sarah. Sarah who? Sarah just learned about the Cow Palace in our last episode. What the heck? <laughs> That's Sarah Avampado. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and this is Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, presented by Built Bar. Oh, I'm going to call it Locked Locked on, not Oregon Ducks, and I guess we can call you the host of Locked on, not Sacramento Kings. Thanks, basketball. <laughs> Sarah is still in disbelief about the Cow Palace. If you heard that last time, you'll understand why. <laughs> My whole life has changed. <laughs> yeah, the Cow Palace, man. That That's an arena that exists in San Francisco where they used to play hockey there. And they stuck us in this The weird... logo has a cow head in the O. <laughs> this is amazing. The logo's a cow head. <laughs> One of my favorite moments ever from hockey is a game against the San Francisco Bulls. It was the Ontario Reign. Colton Yellowhorn during the shootout. Okay, I remember this specifically. Where he went back to the coach. I think it was Coach Christie at the time. He looked back and basically asked i want to try this and the coach looked at him and said paraphrasing don't f up and what colton yellowhorn did was he skated in did a deke hit the puck off his skate did a wraparound did a a, a twist around whatever you call it you, you know what i'm talking about right spinorama one of those fancy things yeah, yeah. Did a spinorama and drilled it. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, intro time. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you hear podcasts. You can hear us online. And you can follow us at LO underscore Ducks. You can follow her at Locked on Los Angeles or Locked on LA Kings. She's at Right Said Sarah. I'm at SimpyJD. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. <gasps> All right. Oh, Cow Palace. <laughs> it's like I just listened to an auction. And we got one over here. They have auctions at the Cow Palace. They have a lot of auctions there. They have livestock I would auctions. Hope they would. Where they go? Okay, we got the cow over I here. Okay, we got we got so. the cow for one hundred. We pay one hundred. Okay, we hear two hundred. Uh, two hundred. We got two hundred over here. You get three hundred. Three hundred over here. Three hundred. Uh, I hear three. I hear three. We got four. Four hundred over here. Four hundred almost. Four hundred going twice. Oh, we got five hundred. Yeah, they do auctions there. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. We've talked enough about sports on our respective podcasts for pretty much the entire season. Both of our teams kind of suck right now because they were not invited to the bubble. Oh, we weren't invited to the party for shame. Uh, don't don't jerks. worry. Don't I know right? Don't worry about us. We'll we'll sit here sipping on our Evian water in our 110 degree weather. Whatever. That's fine. We'll talk about something else. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. What, what do we want to talk about? We can talk. What, what do we want to discuss first, Sarah? Um, the Seinfeld-esque I mean, episode. I f- oh, man. I mean, I, I feel like we, we, we both have learned we have, like, done some weird, goofy travel. And I feel like that's always a, a, good, <laughs> a good thing to mine. Um, oh, no. I feel like we, we definitely probably both have a lot of like trips we've taken for really bizarre reasons or uh-huh. things that have gone awry, let's say, <laughs> on said trips, stuff like that. 
Yeah. So I, I feel like, I mean, as long as we're like embarrassing ourselves by sharing <laughs> weird stories, like we we can just keep keep plunging on forward. I mean, into the arts and the weirdness. I like the arts and the cow palace. <laughs> I like the arts a lot. Which <laughs> which sector of the arts do you want to start with? Let's start with music because right. I feel like I've definitely been thinking about like our pre-pandemic world and like you know everyone's like oh what's the last place you went or like you know what's the last sporting event you saw or whatever um, my last sporting event that I saw before everything ended was the Chicago Wolves game and we definitely were sitting around that game going are we going to be back here anytime soon and the answer to that was no mm-hmm. same at the Ponda is this the last time we're seeing each other um I don't know right maybe yeah it was weird but I, I will say, as far as music travels, I've had some fun music travels throughout the years, and I've been to plenty of concerts. So Las Vegas is about a four-hour drive from the L.A. area. Not too bad. My sister and I, over a decade ago, we liked going to concerts up there. And we'd heard through the grapevine that there was a secret concert happening at what was then known as the Celebrity Nightclub. And the band that was there was the Killers. What? And they they were still a fairly newish band. And this was before Sam's Town was going to come out. So this was a long, long time ago. <laughs> so they don't have they didn't have the crowds that they do now. I mean you try to see a Killers concert now. Hell no. <laughs> but we decided to make the trip. Um, we used to have family out in in the Vegas area, in East Las Vegas. So we asked them if we could stay out there for a couple nights. They said, yeah, sure, whatever. So we went out there. This was back in 2006. So the Killers were really just starting out to popularity. You know, they originated in 2001. The first album was amazing, Love Hot Fuss. So they had a second album. They still weren't, like, at their peak level, but they were getting there. They were approaching their peak. So we had to go early in the morning at about, I want to say midnight or so. We waited for wristbands at some random department store, I think, or electronic store, to get wristbands. Oh, man, that's, that's how you know how long ago that was. Like, yeah. That's not even a thing anymore. We were, I've done my share of that. <laughs> we were that. fifth and sixth in line, right? We were fifth and sixth, and we waited for hours. We got our wristband, and we ended up sleeping pretty much the rest of the day. The concert didn't start till eight, so we had wristbands number five and six. But just to make sure, we ended up at the celebrity nightclub at about five p.m. The two people that were in front of us had to bail out, so we were third and fourth. There was two other people in front of us. And this is a very, very small, small nightclub, by the way. This was about maybe a 500-person club at best. Think Troubadour, but a little bit smaller and a little (laughs) bit more intimate. And there were no seats. So we got in there, parked ourselves front and center for an exclusive Killers concert. And they played pretty much... Most of their songs from the Sam's Town album, which is great, and almost all of their songs 
from their first album, Hot Fuss, including the iconic Cause I'm Mr. Brightside, which is a classic, classic, classic song. You know it, you love it. They still play it in hockey arenas. All the time. All the time. And I love that song. I will always love that song. What, you don't like that song? No, it's a great song. It's a great song. So I'm I'm not like no, my sister's like a bigger killers fan. I was more so like, dude, we're seeing this concert front and center, and this is a band that is like up and coming. Like they're going to be huge. And sure enough, I mean they're obviously one of the more popular bands in the world right now. I think you hear one of their songs on Golden Knights games because they're from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they're still an iconic band. My sister made a big deal out of the fact that she was five feet away from Brandon Flowers. I mean, legit. <laughs> like, <laughs> So that that's kind of like our fun... Um, one of our more memorable trips to see a concert waiting for hours, but we were like five feet away from the band. That's one of my favorites ever. Yeah. That's always, um, I've definitely seen my, my fair share of, uh, up and coming bands that hit it big right after I saw them. And in, in my, in a previous life before I started covering hockey, I used to be a music writer and so there were definitely years where I saw like a hundred plus concerts in a year just I'm because jealous. of writing about music um, to the point where like the bouncers at the club closest to me, like knew who I was because I was all, I was there like a couple times a week. Nice. Um, I feel like the, the biggest one that I saw was um, Mumford and Sons right before they got really big. Um, wow. They played at a club in Chicago that had, max 500 people um in it and almost overnight like after that like their album came out and they got huge but definitely or like a lot of artists come through here and do like little secret shows that you go and um you're like wow i'm in a room with 200 people and this is crazy um but the last concert that i saw um was uh, before everything stopped and coronavirus ended everything was actually out in LA at a place that you mentioned the troubadour um I went I was in LA because I was heading to Ontario to go to the AHL all-star game and happened to like I decided I wanted to come into LA a day early and you know just kind of get situated before I had to drive out to Ontario and that night at the Troubadour it was right before the the Grammys were like that same weekend Mm -hmm. Uh, so that you know the Kings weren't in town because of the Grammys trip and all that and all that stuff and uh uh at the Troubadour, they there's a show that gets put on every year that they do like a, a tribute show to uh, a, a great artist in Americana, country, folk, whatever. And this year's was a tribute to Willie Nelson. And one of my favorite artists happened to be doing a song there. So I was like going back and forth. I'm like, do I want to go? Do I not want to go? <laughs> like I, of course, had missed getting tickets when they went on sale for like you know, the normal prices and then was like, do I want to spend a crazy stupid amount of money on this? And then I did because, because, because Um, I'm such a, (laughs) what's the word we're looking for? (laughs) Enabler. Enabler. There we go. (laughs) 
Yes, you, you definitely helped helped make the case for for me to go, and I'd never been to the Troubadour before. I, I um, am one of those people, and, folks. I'm totally an enabler. <laughs> and, and so I was like, fine. So I bought the ticket, and then I I misread the time the show started, and I thought that I was getting there, like almost late or like almost the time that the show was going to start. And it turned out that the time that was listed on the ticket was, was doors. And so I definitely got there like way, way too early, which was fine. Cause I ended up standing right up against the stage because I was there so early. Yes. Um, and it, it was a great show. It was really, it was a little surreal to be in the Troubadour because you know, if, if you know anything about, classic rock and everything like it is such an iconic place um i had also mm-hmm. seen rocket man like four times and you know there's they of course i i they didn't shoot scenes there but like you know they they it features very heavily in the in the in the movie and just being somewhere that was so important in like american like rock history was really cool um but that probably the coolest thing of all, like aside from, you know, just the performances in general, was that at the very end of the show, um, you know, so like artists would come out and do like one song, two songs. At the end of the show, John Prine came out and did, you know, three or four songs and shared a bunch of memories that he had of of Willie Nelson and all this stuff. And John Prine's someone who his music I grew up listening to. My dad really liked his music. Um, and he was always kind of on my bucket list of artists to see. And I just, you know, I'd never gotten around to it. And so like, that was really cool to get to see him like in person doing a couple songs. And then, um, you know, sadly he passed away kind of at the beginning of quarantine Mm -hmm. uh, of COVID-19. Uh, and you know, so a little bittersweet to think about it now, like not only was it the last show that I went to, but it was one of, if not the last shows that he did as well. And, you know, to get to see this iconic artist at this historic venue in a city that I love, like all, all everything just like all rolled together in one. So like, I'm very glad that you like enabled me to go to that show because, you know, I did not know at the time that it was going to be my last concert before the whole world stopped, but it, it was a pretty good one to, to go out on, let's say, if it's going to be a long time before we get to have live music again. Well, uh, I can't yeah. complain. The other place that I tried to get you to go to, but we didn't have time, was Amoeba Music. <laughs> but, I'm so bummed about oh, that. Oh, jeez. Um, we're up against the break, and you mentioned Rocket Man, so I'll talk about Elton John after the intermission. Uh, who did I say we were presented? I think I said Bilt Bar earlier, right? I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, let's talk about Built Bar. We talked about Rock Auto last time, so let's talk about Built Bar this time. Because you're going to need the energy to watch all these concerts, right? Absolutely. It's so exhausting, especially when you stand and you're old like me. Like, your body's not made for hey. it anymore. You need energy. Hey, we're almost <laughs> the same age. Yeah, and I, I'm so, like, old and tired. <laughs> oh, I can't say that because we're almost the same age. But if you're apparently old and tired like us, then you're going to need that extra little boost. So why not grab a Built Bar? They have some new flavors. Uh, Cookies and cream looks like it's going to be the favorite. And, you know, I I cannot wait to try these. Hint, hint. (laughs) They still have old classics like double chocolate salted caramel still on there so if you want to try out one of these new flavors head over to builtbar.com 
and enter promo code locked on to get ten dollars off your next order of built bar and they also have built boost the drink enhancer so sarah tell everyone once again where they should go get the best tasting protein bar ever you should be going to builtbar.com and then when you make your purchase which i know you will because they're delicious uh, you enter code locked on and you get ten dollars off at builtbar.com yeah guys get if you're going to give me a birthday gift get me built bar <laughs> oh you didn't realize that did you i mean this, you can this use one? you can use your promo code and get and get your get your birthday gift for even cheaper yeah hint hint because this will be airing on my birthday so what <laughs> what i know right <laughs> well hey, you, need, you need that energy yeah to get through another birthday because apparently we're old <laughs> yep <laughs> we'll be we'll, we'll talk more about the arts and travel and whatnot after the first intermission that's a long first period too many too 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 much it's too much stay locked in folks Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks and Locked On Los Angeles Kings, brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And you're locked in with Jason Hernandez, and that is Sarah Avampado. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. You're still obsessed about the cow palace, aren't you? Maybe. <laughs> oh, it's 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 been more than a while since talking about the cow in the fifth on this one okay <laughs> so you mentioned the troubadour and the fact that certain movies took place at the troubadour and you mentioned rocket man which is a fantastic movie in its own right love it one of the last concerts i saw before everything happened was elton john at the forum this was Ooh. the goodbye yellow brick road tour that he had to uh, pause because of COVID and he just put on an amazing show there was no warm up act it was just Elton and everyone with him for about 3 hours and he put on one of my favorite shows of all time and this is the part where uh, I haven't done this all week but Let's give a quick shout out to our colleague and friend, ah, Justin Morissette. We're still thinking about you, buddy. I don't know why I choked up there. I got a little sad there. But Justin, we're thinking about you, buddy. Uh, Sarah, anything you want to say? I mean, I miss talking trash about hockey with Justin. And uh, I feel like if you don't know what happened with him, if you don't know his story, definitely go check him out on social media. Uh, he's been tweeting uh, through uh, through through his hospital stay and everything. And there's also a, a GoFundMe for him to uh, help raise money to, to cover, you know, the fact that he can't be working and can't be covering hockey and doing the stuff that he loves because he is uh, in the hospital. And there's also um, he's also encouraging people to give to uh, several organizations in the Vancouver area that work with the LGBT population. Um, so if you are wanting to investigate other places that you can make a difference, uh, definitely go check them out. Check Justin out. Go give him a big thumbs up on social media because he is an awesome guy. And I am glad to have him as part of our podcast family and to be a friend. 
So, do you wonder why I brought him up when I talk about Elton John? I I mean, I I have a vague idea, but you should tell me anyway. So, the Vancouver Canucks, <laughs> their victory song is I'm Still Standing by Elton John. And I love that Justin told the story that when he went into surgery, uh, he was singing I'm Still Standing. And, of course, oh, Elton... that's adorable. Oh, I love that. Sorry. And, of course, when I heard that, I wanted to tear up a little bit. Uh, that was one of the last songs that he played on the concert that I saw him in. And he played all the hits. Uh, he played Banny and the Jets. He played, I guess, that's why they call it the blues. Tiny Dancer. I was starting to tear up a little bit. Uh, Philadelphia Freedom's Amazing Rocket Man, of course, he had to play. The song that did get to me, Someone Saved My Life Tonight. Mm. Mm-hmm. That one is a classic song. It's an iconic song. It's a melancholy song, but it is just so good. Uh, Candle in the Wind is another one that he played there. But once it got down to, you know, towards the end of the show, you got to the more faster paced songs, and you see everybody just jumping and dancing and singing along. And that's when he started playing like the high tempo songs, like The Bitches Back, Crocodile Rock. Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. I'm Still Standing. He played all four of those songs consecutively. I remember this because I remember being super tired because he played all of those songs, <laughs> the long versions. So everyone is just partying in the forum for about 25 minutes. And after Saturday Night's All Right, everybody like kind of sat down, but they're still cheering and clapping and wanting more because, you know, of course... But man, I felt tired even after that, because I was jumping along with everyone there. Yeah, that's that's just I. You know, I was thinking about before before we were recording, thinking about like all the things on my calendar that have now been bumped out to 2021 that have been uh, canceled because of, or, or rescheduled because of COVID, and I totally forgot that I had tickets both to see. Elton John when he came through Chicago again but also I in a fit of like late night YOLO life is fake money is fake do whatever um, bought a ticket to what at that time was supposed to be one of his last shows in London and so this this year in December I was supposed to go to London to see one of Elton John's last shows over Christmas and obviously that's not happening now because of COVID and even if it were happening, I don't know that we were, were going to be allowed to leave the country or be admitted to any other countries. Uh, so that, that that's one of the things that COVID has taken from me because they've all been rescheduled into 2021 and, and beyond. But someday, someday I'll, I'll get there <laughs> and get to see that show. Oh, man. Maybe, maybe you could still see it. You never know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that by the time the concert actually comes up that we will be allowed to go places again. Yeah. Crossing my fingers. 2021. Yeah. Like I would like to think things will be better then. Yeah. I mean, you got to take a sad song and make it better, right? Oh, oh of course. Yeah. I know that's a different <laughs> band altogether. That's all right. Um, so I actually still have some of my old concert posters from back in the day because I went to a lot of them. So I still have my Killers poster from that. I have Nora Jones, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. They were really fun to watch. Nice. Jamie nice. Cullum. I mean, there's a slew of artists I've seen. 
And then I started wanting to see older bands for the sole reason that I want to see them while they're still alive and while they're still going. Yep. Yep. So the Eagles, um, Kiss, Kiss being one of them. There's just so many great bands out there that I'm glad that I finally saw while I had a chance. That was my that was my take towards it. Yeah, I think mine, the big one left on my list of like you should see this person before you can't anymore is Willie Nelson. I have I have kept missing Willie Nelson by like inches like I had tickets to a show of his once and it was several years ago when I was working on a political campaign uh, let's say and um, the concert happened to fall right during like the crucial days leading up to the election and I had to miss it because I was in charge of like the whole operations for my part of the city and I was like Hmm. Willie Nelson or help get this person elected president. And I, I, I chose democracy, yeah. <laughs> which I think, I think Willie Nelson would approve of. Yeah, definitely. The one that was on my, that's on my list for the longest time, the Rolling Stones. Mm. Still, well, I mean, they're, they're immortal. So yeah. I think you've got a while <laughs> to see them. <laughs> Hopefully crossing my fingers on that one. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. That was part one of my little Seinfeld-esque interview with Sarah Avampato. Part two of that particular interview will be tomorrow. And as was mentioned during that segment, yeah, it is my birthday today. So yeah, I'll be celebrating by still having somewhat of a voice. It is still smoky out here in Southern California. There's smoke everywhere. Luckily, my voice is getting somewhat better, still coughing a little bit. So I'm going to try to keep this segment short and not cough through the next few minutes. One bit of news that I did want to go over has to do with the NHL draft. The entry draft has been rescheduled. It will not be on the weekends anymore. No, it will be rescheduled for October 6th and 7th. So they've moved it up about three days. And I could think of a couple of reasons why they would do that. They don't want to interfere with basketball They don't want to interfere with maybe baseball. I don't know. But they definitely do not want to be on at the same time as football. So the NHL draft will be Tuesday, October 6th. That will be the first round. And then the second round and all subsequent rounds will be Wednesday, October 7th. And of course, the Ducks have a slew of picks. They have the number six pick. They have number 27 pick in that first round. So they got two picks in that first round. So that will be intriguing to watch. Then they've got a high draft pick in round two. They've got plenty of picks to choose from. So once again, the draft has been rescheduled for October 6th and October 7th. Just going quickly over last night's scores, it was Tampa Bay coming back and defeating the New York Islanders 2-1 in last night's game in Edmonton. Tampa Bay scored with less than 10 seconds left in the game. It came down to the wire on this one, and it was a close game throughout. To be honest, the Islanders outplayed the Tampa Bay Lightning Throughout most of the game, they outshot them, had more possession time. They had better shot opportunities. And frankly, I have to give it up to Vasilevsky, who kept the puck out of net several times throughout last night's game. And one player that I did mention before that did look really good yesterday and had a goal was Matt Martin. Yeah, the aforementioned Matt Martin, who has kind of been somewhat of an unsung hero, came through early on, just a minute into the game. 
But then Victor Hedman tied it up late in the first. And then Nikita Kucherov scored it late with less than 10 seconds left. That was the game winner for the Lightning. And that's a heartbreaking loss for the New York Islanders who now have to come back and come back strong on this series. Tonight's game will be game, I think it's game three of the Western Conference Final between the Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. Both teams are tied at one game apiece. They are alternating right now, so Thursday night will be Vegas versus Dallas. Then Friday will be New York versus Tampa Bay once again. That will be a game three as well. So that's what's coming up. Tonight's game will be on NBCSN. Tomorrow's game, Friday's game, will be on USA Network. And then Saturday and Sunday's game will both be on NBC. And I'll go over that schedule more tomorrow. For those of you that like theater, you will want to tune in tomorrow as Sir and I really go off the rails for tomorrow. If you thought today was Seinfeld-esque, tomorrow is going to be even wackier. So make sure to tune in. Yeah, this is kind of breaking from the norm. We normally talk about hockey around here, but we just thought let's break the norm for a while. I mean, we could. the hockey will be there. We'll talk about all the playoff games when we come back next week. And by the way, Hockey Jeopardy is going to come back pretty soon. We'll have two new episodes coming this month. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Thanks once again to everyone that has listened throughout the course of almost a calendar year. And thanks for listening today. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Follow me at StimpyJD. Email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Thanks once again to Sarah, and we'll both be back tomorrow and have a little bit more fun. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Practice social distancing, stay safe, Anaheim, and Ducks fly together.